Hey everyone, this is your host Mahnoor Usman and I welcome you back to another episode of Bare Feet, a podcast series brought to you by Being Women powered by the North Umbria Healthcare NHS Foundation Trust. International Women's Day is just around the corner and this year's theme is Choose to Challenge. In my opinion, women today have so much that they have to challenge. Even though we live in 2021, but according to reports, it can still take us centuries to tackle gender inequality globally. Our progress to build a fair and inclusive world might be slow, but it doesn't mean that it is non-existent. Women throughout the world are breaking barriers and leaving behind the traditional and cultural stigmas to prove that nothing is impossible. Bringing to you today I have one such guest who herself is an inspiration for many young girls out there aspiring to be leaders and change enablers. We have on our show today Miss Fariha Usman. Fariha is a multi-award winner and internationally respected EDI innovation worker and an entrepreneur for good. She is a global voice of authority on gender equality, diversity and inclusion. She is the founder of Being Woman Charity and the mind behind the food sharing app Share Karo, which was launched to provide an integrated system to distribute food and essentials for the people in need. Hey Fariha, how are you? Hello Manur, I'm all right. Thank you so much and it was a very lovely introduction. Thank you. I'm very honored. So first of all to get started very happy international women's day to you in advance so what are you choosing to challenge this year Happy International Women's Day to you Manoor and to everyone who's listening and to be very honest this time um I am really really pleased and I think I'm quite inspired by the theme as well choose to challenge because you know they we can choose to challenge anything starting from ourselves to anything that we we would like to choose to challenge in our societies or in our surroundings as far as i'm concerned i would like to and i choose to challenge the systemic discrimination wow that is incredible so for those of you who are unaware about systemic discrimination it is basically patterns of behavior or practices that are part of the structures of an organization and which create or perpetuate disadvantage for racialized persons so fariha what was the reason behind you choosing this term to speak upon today would you like to share your story Um yes obviously is it is somewhere related to my story and it is something that i've seen um you know from time since time i'm born but i would just like to give you a little bit of a you know highlight of what is uh, to the viewers and listeners as well what is systemic discrimination so you know systemic discrimination it's, it's also called institutionalized discrimination and what it refers to is basically it's a method of discrimination which occurs regularly in our workplaces in in the normal places that we see and in our societies as an inherent part of our culture and communities and companies through interactions and through processes and what do these processes do is it creates a disadvantage of for people with common set characteristics such as race gender or disability over a long period of time so overall in a snapshot it's systemic disc- uh, discrimination or systemic disadvantage is is when people are put on to, put uh, are put through disadvantage uh, especially the ones with the common set characteristics 
and which are race, gender, and disability. And let me tell you something, Manur, this systemic discrimination is not apparent at first sight. We won't be able to see it just like, you know, that. But it is actually systematic in its application of policies and practices. And the more you have go through them, the more disadvantage and inequalities you'll find. And obviously you do get hurt. And that, again, will lead to mental health. And why I've chosen to challenge systemic discrimination today and on this International Women's Day is it's very important to find the root cause now because sometimes we just talk about the problem and we talk about problems only. We never speak or try and rectify the root cause. And I see that systemic discrimination and systemic disadvantage is definitely the root cause of various inequalities, majority of inequalities I see uh, in our society. Now, that was a very detailed explanation for the term. Now, the next question that I would like to ask is, how are you challenging systemic discrimination? And what in your capacity are you doing to bring about a change on the topic for yourself and for those around you? Okay, you know, and I, I think from here, I would like to touch upon what you asked me before about my story and why I have chosen to challenge and this is exactly your answer to the question you've just asked, that what am I going to do or how I'm going to challenge it and make any change to it. Uh, since I was born, I have been, uh, you know, I have faced systemic dis uh, discrimination um, in every field when I was growing up from the time I was born, especially when I, I've seen that policies and practices were different for the people who were for, for who, who identified as dark colored skin in, in Pakistan, because obviously I was born there. And then when we go through schooling, I saw that there were policies set up for the people who could afford, who could not afford. There was like a wider culture and a division on uh, the basis of who earns more, who earns less, who is the civilian, who belongs to the army, and, you know, who was from the armed forces. So there was a lot of systemic discrimination. And as I've clearly explained it to you, this is my story and why I've challenged, because this all has told me somewhere and has given me the strength to actually fight it back. Because once you go through systemic dis discrimination, you become a part of it. And you become a part of it in a, in, in a way that it you just then try and rectify it, but you also see where that rectification needs to be. So in this on this International Women's Day, I would like to, and as we as you know, and uh, um, when you were giving me an introduction, I am the founder of Being Women, and through Being Women uh, on this International Women's Day, we look to challenge the discrimination that uh, prevails in our society because that's that forms largely our part of work but also we would like to challenge it in a positive manner by bringing in a campaign. I'm not going to speak so much about the campaign because you would know it's pink is for everyone because through that we would like to challenge bias. As I've said, systemic discri uh, discrimination is the root. The causes and the inequalities are far bigger than what we see. So that's what we are planning to do. And that's what we have done that, look, we would like to challenge the systemic discrimination through being positive and being kind because through positive debates as well, you don't have to be loud sometimes to actually 
make a point. You can still be soft-spoken. You can still make a point without being loud. That's what I believe. And now that was beautiful and I am looking forward to everything that you've just said regarding Beam Women's upcoming projects and uh, the global campaign that we're planning. Now, keeping in mind the term intersectionality, I know both of us have, have been speaking about it before as well. How would you describe that women and particularly from minority ethnic backgrounds and even members of the LGBTQ community are affected by systemic discrimination? So obviously. Um, the women and the men and the communities from minority backgrounds, they are the ones, which is very sad uh, to even say, but this is true, that they are the ones who actually fall victim and prey to systemic dis discrimination. Because the, as I said, it's a, it's, it's, it's a kind of interactions and processes that we go through and they these processes and policies and interactions are they are there and they are at a disadvantage due largely to the minority backgrounds they are made in a view which definitely and very clearly harms the people who are who come from certain set characteristics such as race, gender, and disability. And race obviously covers a lot of minority ethnic and ethnically diverse people. Gender covers mainly, you know, women are more disadvantaged than men. And disability is, you know, where when we are covered with, obviously, when people suffering from mental health, ADHD, Tourette's, and, you know, they are dyslexia, they are the ones who get disadvantaged. And if you talk about LGBT, yes, there's a lot of awareness going on, but globally there's still countries, there's still places where there's a lot of work needs to be done around the awareness and around how we can tackle systemic discrimination. Well, that is true. And I hope that you will agree with the fact that systemic racism even today is visible almost everywhere, from disparities in family wealth to incarceration rate, representation in politics and authoritative positions, and even opportunities for higher education. The biggest challenge, however, is the fact that there is no particular, or should I say, specific or specific person or entity responsible for it. So at the same time, we need to realize that this is a problem that cannot be immediately resolved. But in your opinion, what can an individual or an organization do to minimize it or perhaps in their circle, try to eliminate it completely? I would say uh, be authentic, be yourself. Do not be afraid of accepting who you are. Because I know there is a system and there's a systemic dis discrimination or a disadvantage or racism, but then it's you. So you need to understand that, yes, there is there. There's definitely there. There's largely there and very clearly visible now in the day and age where social media is very uh, active and there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, campaigns going on around this. But then it is you. So how do you see, how do you actually face it? Obviously by being authentic, seeking support, but making sure you're very clear of your own feelings, very clear of who you are. And don't be afraid because I believe that we all are, have unique skill sets. We all are beautiful in our own way. And we need 
to be very clear that if something is harming me in one way or if something is putting oneself through a disadvantage, we should be able to actually say no and move away from there. We should be able to say that, look, you know, something nobody should be able to harm you i know there's systemic dis- discrimination and that's what my note you know that's that's the problem basically as well because we can talk here and we can say okay you know people should be saying no but in real life it is very difficult let me be honest from from my experience i still find it very difficult to say no sometimes i do you know i just find it very difficult as a leader as well that you know okay i'm i'm not like i'm not very prone to this um you know i'm not an authoritative person so i am just type of person you know if i like something um i would do it but if there is something where i can see you no know, i would be put into a disadvantage i would try and tend to walk from it regardless of you know so i am i'm that type of person and i speak very openly about mental health and my um uh, you know my problems and the story that i've gone through and my life but not everyone is going to be like that so we should be thinking widely how do we reach out to those people how do we make sure that the people who do not have uh, that skill set or who do not have that confidence to tackle systemic dis- discrimination how do we make sure they are safe and inclusive because it's not about me coming here and talking about okay well i do it but the wider picture should be how do we make other people be inclusive and safe and try and protect them from uh, get, becoming a prey to systemic discrimination now i don't know if you remember it or not but a few days ago we were talking about how racism is a part of all of us when we were discussing about that book so there's always this voice in our blind spot that makes us comment things that our conscious self would never maybe allow so how in your opinion can we be aware of our own implicit biases that we have regarding a specific gender race or professions in our own individual capacity i think you know obviously as i was you know you you know you're aware of how i am as a person as well it's just like you know racism is a topic that uh, it's a very difficult topic let me be very honest there is though we are living in um, 2021 and we talk so much about that you know we are um uh, we're we not racist and we're not going to stand racism but let me be very honest we still are not anti racist we do not actually you know we do not actually say well i'm not going to tolerate it and if you are going to do it with somebody else i'm not going to tolerate that either we we say oh i'm very sorry that you've been a victim of racism or i'm very sorry to hear that it has happened to you but that's not enough what are you going to do for it for it you know it's the, so the term is like oh i'm very sorry it happened no that that that's not enough you need to do something about it because you need to do something about it to stop it so how do you do that to understand that it is what it is basically and what are the effects that is going to have on the other person so would you like to be a part of that or are you going to just say look i'm not racist i'm not going to stand for it and i clearly oppose it so and this is all about how we treat each other differently 
and this is exactly you know some when i was saying to you that the term racism is often poorly understood it does not and it's something still uh that we all need to work towards there's a lot of work uh, needs to be happening because when we try and treat each other differently how do we stop that how do we not treat each other differently and that comes from very early age as well this is the topic that needs to be more spoken about but spoken about in a way that does not become offensive or that does not make other people uncomfortable or anybody uncomfortable it should be spoken about in a very positive environment where people take into account understand it much better and self reflect as well that what they need to do and what their responsibility is and then i think there would be much better approaches and responses to it that's what i believe yeah and i believe that um, we cannot always be sorry we need to take action and responsibility as much as possible and since we're talking about systemic problems i believe that systemic problems require systemic solutions and since we are all a part of the system we can somehow bring change in the space in the places that we occupy now for the next question i would just like to ask how would you advise the people who are being a victim to some sort of systemic discrimination or discrimination in general to handle the situation and how do you think that they can fight it and last but not the least please also share what would you believe what you believe can be the outcomes or the solution in the near future my uh, advice and you know uh, i would just like to tell the listeners who are listening to me today if you've been ever been a victim of systemic discrimination or you faced systemic discrimination or racism anywhere stand up to it you're far more bigger than this and i know it's not easy it's very easy to say than actually to go through it and face it but i'm saying it out of my lived experience of racism and i'm saying it out of my lived experience of of discrimination there's always light at the end of the tunnel there's always going to be light after a dark night you need to believe that you are not a problem you need to believe that this has not happened to you because there's a problem with you this has happened because there's poor understanding and this this has happened because somewhere our society is very much crippled and they do not understand how people could feel when uh, they go through it and this all comes to humanity and understanding of kindness and how we treat each other still as humans and regardless of even if we move or even if we become a like you know even if we go to mars or go anywhere that's great that's i think a great achievement the humans are doing and we are, we are doing but still we are humans and we are all connected through a bond of feelings and when you face systemic discrimination or racism your feelings get hurt and what when it gets hurt you are sad you'll get upset you get angry don't be scared to let your feelings out you need to be authentic you need to be clear that where if anybody is putting you through to vulnerability making you exposed make sure you say and it's not easy you need a support system don't be afraid to ask for support but at the same time it's your journey and you need to make sure that you instead of you don't choose to struggle you fight it back 
and you fight it in a way that becomes an example. And this is only because I've, I've, I've gone through it and I know how it feels and I have chosen to challenge it and I've chosen to, you know, make it and turn it into an inspiration for the ones who who go through it or who are at, you know, who would like to speak to me about that. So that's how I see it, Manur. Now, that is a beautiful piece of advice. And before we end the podcast, Fariha, please share some of your words for all the wonderful women out there who are listening and anything you want to say specifically for the International Women's Day. Um, I, you know, I think all of you who are listening to me today and everybody in general, you know, you all are beautiful in your own way. Try and find that way, but be kind to each other. We are all going through very difficult times, uh, very challenging times throughout the world. And one thing that I have learned is kindness still is there. And we can only face and we can only overcome or come out of these difficult times when we are kind to each other and when we are humans. So be human, be kind and choose to challenge, you know, the inequalities that's happening in your societies or around you. But make sure that you do not hurt people because it's very important we look after each other and we look after each other in a way which is empathetic and we listen to them and we empower them. If you do one act of kindness, that's not wasted. So no act of kindness, however small, is ever wasted. Remember that, that will help you grow. And that one act of kindness, if you do, will definitely help you back wherever you are in your life. Well, thank you so much for your time. You are such a strong person and the way you have fought with your battles is truly an inspiration. I thoroughly enjoyed having this conversation with you just as much as I enjoy having any other conversation with you. I hope this episode educates and helps people out there. And once again, a very happy International Women's Day to all the strong, wonderful, beautiful and intelligent women out there. Never ever let anything dim your light. Never ever let anyone or anything shatter your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today, everyone. I will see you next Thursday. Till then, keep on shining.